0: The message of Christ's love from Mission Bay Community Church. There's so much good peace happening and being shared. I hate to invite you to the next part of our service, but. <laughs> so, our scripture reading is Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied in a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, who is this? The crowds were saying, this is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. The word of our Lord, thanks be to God. Please join me in prayer. God, help us to join the people waving their branches and throwing their cloaks down. Help us to celebrate and to listen for your word. And may it move in our hearts and bless our hearts to better understanding of how to be your disciples in this world. In Jesus' name we pray and give you thanks. Amen. So you've heard this story before, right? Once or twice? Okay. So I wonder, because we're all experts at this story, which one of the people or parties in this crowd do you identify with the most? Are you in the big crowd? And how do you imagine that crowd to feel and to be? Are you in the crowd that ran from the gates and from the surrounding fields, and they brought branches, and they brought their coats, and they lined the road? And are, Are you proud to be a part of a tradition of welcoming a powerful ruler into your city? Are you jubilant, excited, and hopeful to catch a glimpse of the savor you've heard so much about? Or perhaps you're more in a political crowd, a subversive and you're fed up with the elites and the nasty old Romans. The parades always mean people like you and me get pushed aside and spat on. We have to bow down as if we care. But we do it because that's better than getting thrown in jail. It's a safe thing to do. Those Romans, we'll show them. Because today is more than just street theater. Jesus is the one who's going to bring the change. He's going to make things right. He's worth bowing down to. Hosanna, because that's a real king. Or maybe you're a disciple. You've been walking with Jesus for a really long time. And you can't quite believe the reception that you're getting as you get to Jerusalem. Because the first time you see people really treating Jesus with respect, and that's kind of weird, but he's he's okay with it. And he got on the donkey, and all that happened. And so maybe this trip to Jerusalem isn't going to be as scary as you thought. Maybe you are going to change some things, and and we're going to do it. Or maybe you're just on the road, traveling to Jerusalem, minding your own business. Perhaps you're on a pilgrimage. Perhaps not. And after a long, tiring journey, you're almost to your destination. When out of nowhere, people start freaking out and start yelling, Save us, and Son of David, and you have no idea what they're talking about. But you wish they'd stop throwing their trash on the road. Move along. Come on, I'm almost there. You're in my way. Or perhaps, you identify with the donkey, or the colt, or both of them, because it's confusing in this text. You're minding your own business until some stranger gives you something to do, some labor, and you plod along with your head down, doing your thing, moving forward, taking one step after the next step, and you've, you've got this, this is what you do, and you know that at the end of this day, someone's gonna give you some food. The donkey. (laughs) I like the donkey. Wherever you are in this story, we know that Jesus does cross that threshold. He comes into Jerusalem. And the crowd disperses. But it also says there's a lot of turmoil and people are trying to figure it out. So where does that crowd go? Do they go with Jesus? Because in the Gospel of Matthew, the next section is that Jesus goes to the temple. And he, he gets very angry, and he starts throwing tables around. Maybe you've heard the story. And, and it's kind of a treasonous act, and he says to the money changers to get out because this is not a place of commerce. This is a place of worship. Did you go with Jesus to see that? Did you help him turn some of the tables over? Or did you see what was going on and bolts? Or maybe you just met him at the gates, and you're like, that's good, I have a family to get back to. Or I have a, a Passover, a Jewish Passover meal to prepare for my family. Or did you just simply go back to doing whatever it was you were doing last night as well? Netflix, no, whatever that was. Do you think anyone thought to return the donkey? The story ends after all of that, and Jesus returns to Bethany outside the city walls for the night. And this story of Jesus coming into Jerusalem kicks off Holy Week, right? This is the big, glorious, cool day where we think people might really get Jesus our king, not the Roman king. And it's a big day, and yet today, I also feel like it's filled with some tension because we know where the story is going. We know that this week also has the stories of betrayal and crucifixion. And yes, we'll get to Sunday. But today, we're celebrating. And we're waving our, our little branches around. Thank you for those of us who are like waving branches. That was good. The text says, and our music today, tells us the word, Hosanna that people were waving the branches and shouting and saying, Hosanna, does anybody happen to know what Hosanna means? It's Hebrew, and it means, Lord, save us. And at some point, the act of asking for help, the act of asking someone to save you, became a word of praise is a really faithful thing to consider. How did saying, hey God, I need help, turn into yeah, right? How did it become praise? And I, I'm open to interpretation here, but I wonder if it's because the people believe it, right? We believe in this Jesus. The people were excited and they were hopeful, and there's something powerful in asking and expecting yourself to be heard and to be have some sort of a response asking God this is what I really need Scott Black Johnson is a pastor in New York City and he has a huge church and he tells this story and he says he was hanging out with a seventh grade class and yes please keep moving those as you need to he was hanging out with the seventh graders and we all know seventh graders will tell you the truth right And he gave him little cards, and he said, ask me anything, because I'm the pastor. I can handle this. And so the kids write in their questions, and they hand them in. And he said, four out of 12 asked about salvation, which he thought was kind of funny, because that's not what he was expecting from seventh graders. But he said, okay. And he's like, well... I told them before I answered their question that they'd have to answer one for me. And he said, since salvation implies that you're being saved from something, what do you think Jesus is saving you from? And this got them thinking. And the first answer that came back was, hell. And and Scott thought about it for a minute, and he said, I don't disagree with you, but I wonder what that means to a seventh grader. So he talked about... Palm Sunday, and he said, Palm Sunday, do you think the crowd was asking to be saved from hell? He said, no, I think they were being asked to be saved from the Romans and from the oppression. So he pushed the seventh graders a little bit more, and he said, what does hell look like to you? And they said, death. And then another kid said, then upcoming math test. And then someone else said, pressure. And then a little shy kid said, fear. I want God to save me from my fears. Which probably is what seventh graders and perhaps many of us would like God to save us from. Welcome. Glad you're here. So what... Might that look like for us? What might we ask God to save us from? Because when we say Hosanna, we're saying that. Save us from, and we're expecting God to be part of the answer. Save me from anger, save me from dementia. Save me from depression. Save me from debt. Save me from the strife of my family. Save me from boredom. Save me from the endless cycle of violence. Save me from humiliation. Save me from bitterness. Save me from arrogance. Save me from loneliness save me, save us from our fears I suspect that all of us have something we would like to say and ask God to save us from and I also suspect that if we go if we think about that for a bit there's something that we want God to save us for make sense? What happens on the other side of that salvation? So, that's my question to you. What do you want God to save you from? And what do you want God to save you for? I'm going to invite you, if you'd like, to have a conversation in groups of three or four. And, this is the tricky part. Oh, I left my palm. Take your palm. We're going to pass out some markers. And on one side... Write your prayer to God. could be a word or a symbol or just a mark of what you want God to save you from. And on the back side, what you want God to save you for. And then we're going to offer them to God as part of our communion. So hold on to the palms. If you're brave, you might want to break out in groups of three or four. And if you don't want to talk about this one and you just want to hang out with your palms today, That's also okay. What do you want God to save you from? What do you want God to save you for? Let's take a few minutes. Take a green. Yeah, I think it'll work. Okay. All right, I want to gather us back. I hope you've had a chance to work on your palm. Or not, however the Spirit moved you. We're going to go into a time of prayer. So I would say, if you want to keep working on this, please do. And I would invite you, as we do communion, uh, one of the things we also do during the time of communion is give you a chance to make an offering over here. And so, however, (coughs) offering's way over there, and you do communion here. So, why don't we, when we're doing communion, offer our palms and put them here on the table? It'll be a way of giving them to God with thanks for hearing us and helping us move towards that thing we're being saved for. Friends, I'd love to tell you how God is going to make all these things happen. That's a mystery. But I trust in that mystery, partially because of today's story, where we have God walking, riding into the messiness and the ugliness of our humanity. And I figure, if God can do that, if God goes through Holy Week and still loves us, not bad. That's a mystery worth trusting and following in my humble opinion. I also know that this week may bring up stuff for you. And so I just want to say if you need to talk this week or next week as you're sorting this out, um, let me know. Because this is a week of big questions. And sometimes the answers, well, they're hard to find. All right, let's give thanks together. God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for acting in our lives and in our communities. We ask that you, you save us and you save us for even better things on the other side of it. And I ask that you pull us together that we might hold each other as we're all working towards being our best selves and towards making this world a place where you are known and where justice and mercy reign. In Jesus' name, amen. For more information about our church and opportunity to give to our ministry, visit our website, missionbaycc.org.